Welcome to the Wellness and Wanderlust podcast. We're here to demystify wellness and help you add a little adventure to your life. Tune in for a new episode every week where we'll hear from incredible guests and talk about ways to be happier and healthier in our new normal. I'm your host, Valerie Moses. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wellness and Wanderlust podcast. This show is all about discovering new ways to live our best lives, one small change at a time. This week is a very special solo episode. I know you guys haven't gotten one of those from me in a while. I have had so many incredible guests lately, but this is a very special occasion. We're celebrating one year of podcasting. And I say we because this has been a journey that all of us have been a part of. So for those of you who have been there for me from the very beginning, Thank you for joining me on this journey and for all of your support along the way. If you're new here, I'm also incredibly grateful for you, and I hope this show reaches you at the exact time that you needed to hear it. I've been so incredibly thankful to be a part of your morning, your commute, your workout, wherever and whenever you listen to the show. I am sending you all the love, and again, I am incredibly grateful. Podcasting has really been a fun and transformative experience for me. I've always thought of myself as a writer, but never really as a speaker. And that imposter syndrome was something that really set in when I was first getting started and even to this day. But I have spoken to so many amazing health and wellness experts over the past year. There are many more of them to come. And I'm so grateful to all of them for taking the time to come on my show and share their energy. Several of these guests even came on the show at a time that my podcast wasn't even live yet. And there weren't earlier episodes for them to listen to to really vet me or decide if they liked the show. So I'm still so honored to this day that they said yes to an interview. This week, to celebrate our one-year anniversary, I'm doing a little Ask Me Anything episode. Um, That's within reason, of course. And I'm going to answer a few of our listeners' questions that have come in over the past few weeks. So with that being said, our first question asked, can you tell us the backstory of your blog and podcast? Yes. Now, many of you may not know this, but I actually first started blogging when I was a freshman in college. I won't say how long ago that was, but the blog started out as a college advice blog. It was called So It Must Be True. Really no rhyme or reason for the title. And it featured a monthly Freshman 15 article on topics like what to pack for college, how to overcome homesickness, making friends, and other areas of college life that I really felt confident in at the time. The blog was also a place for me to write about other topics that were on my mind. So I did a lot of random commentary on Taylor Swift songs and even fun little listicles like the five worst boyfriends in history, like Henry VIII, for example, and things like that. So it started off as really just something I did for fun, but my blog transitioned over the years to focus more on health and wellness as I was dealing with my own autoimmune struggles, especially as things were coming to a head for me when I was in grad school. At that point, I was working full-time, then driving straight to school until sometimes 10 o'clock at night, and also just trying to enjoy having a life in my 20s. But my health was really suffering, and so at that point in time, I rebranded the blog to Wellness and Wanderlust so I could create the resource that I felt that I really needed but was kind of lacking, which was a place to share health tips for busy people. The Wanderlust side of Wellness and Wanderlust focused on my love for Central Florida and for travel as a whole. It has definitely taken a back seat since the pandemic. We haven't had a lot of Wanderlust-related episodes on this show, but I still really do love to write about my travels and even just the hidden gems of Central Florida. And I'm sure as things start to open up again and as hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel with the pandemic, 
that we can have some more Wanderlust related episodes as well. Now, I've been interested in podcasting for a few years, ever since I started listening to podcasts, but I didn't really know where to start. And I also thought it was something that would require a ton of technical expertise, which I don't have, or a whole team of sound engineers, which I can't afford. So it took me a really long time before I was ready to get started. Finally, last year, I was really thinking about it, and I decided it was time to create the podcast as an extension of my blog where we could talk to experts and incredible creators and hear their stories. I was already finding that on my blog, I really loved doing collaborations and bringing other bloggers in, and I knew that I was really going to enjoy that collaborative aspect of podcasting, so that was something I was very excited for. So I picked kind of an arbitrary launch date, and then I worked backward with a list of things I would need to do to get started, potential guest ideas and topics, and I just have to tell you that guest list just keeps getting longer and longer. I run into so many incredible people. Some of our guests have also connected me with friends of theirs who were also guests later on, and I feel like that list never runs out, so that is truly incredible for me. Now, the rest is history. I've definitely had a few technical hiccups getting started. Um, at one point, the show wasn't even showing up on Apple Podcasts, which was my number one before I could launch. But I think ultimately, the important thing is to not let your perfectionism get in the way and to really just get started. So that's what I did, and it has been a really wild journey, and I've really, truly enjoyed it. My next question, what have you learned in terms of setting or creating healthy boundaries as you took on this project? This is such a great question and it's something I am still working on every day because as a person, I struggle with boundaries. When I first officially launched the podcast, I actually already had a few episodes batched and lined up, so I was way ahead of schedule and I was also still working from home. The world was completely shut down, so I didn't have a social life at all and I really figured that everything would be totally smooth sailing from there. The reality is that putting out a 30-minute to an hour-long podcast per week is actually really hard. It is very time-consuming, especially as your work is starting to go back to normal, your life is starting to go back to normal, and you're starting to see friends again. There were times where I didn't block my calendar appropriately, and I ended up interviewing two people in the same day or several in the same week, and the burnout definitely made it harder to be present in an interview which the interviewing is my favorite part of the journey. And so I really didn't want that to keep happening. So since then, I've had to be really cognizant of blocking out my schedule the way that I need to, and then taking the time for myself when I need that as well. Being back in the office and having somewhat more of a life again, it's a lot harder to get everything done in a timely manner and still prioritize self-care. But there are some days where I just have to decide that it's time to cut off the work and start focusing on me. I may have editing an episode on my to-do list for the day, but sometimes I decide, hey, it's 10, 11 o'clock and I am tired. This can wait until tomorrow. My rest is more important. It's hard for me to do that, but I know that I can show up better for my listeners, for my friends, for my family, and for everyone else if I sometimes just take a break and step away. Again, this is something that I've been really working on. I'm definitely not perfect at. I have a long way to go, but I am getting better. I also think it's important on a project like this to stay really organized. I use a Kanban board on Asana to organize all of my episodes and then the subtasks that go with them so I can stay on top of emailing guests, creating social media content, 
editing audio and all of the other things that go into creating an episode because there is a lot and there was a lot that I was not aware of. Then I keep all of my episode notes really organized as well. I think that's so important for staying on top of something that can be such a huge undertaking and people may laugh at exactly how organized and over the top my system may be, but it does keep me on track and it does allow me to stay a little more focused so that then I can take that time for myself and that I'm not feeling like I'm completely all over the place. Next up, what have you learned in the last year wellness-wise? This is a great question as well. I've honestly learned so much from the guests that have come on this show. We've covered so many different wellness modalities, and we have many, many more to come. I think these interviews have really instilled in me the importance of cultivating a mindfulness practice. So many of my guests that have come on have a different way of doing this, but they're all valid, and I've been experimenting with a few of these practices to really try to figure out my own. I've also learned to embrace some of the woo-woo, So one example of this, in one of our earliest episodes, we talked about how the full moon can be a time for us to let go of what's no longer serving us. I don't do this every month, but since that episode, I've really taken the time to have my own full moon ceremonies at home to really reflect on these areas of my life. Again, it doesn't happen every month, but it's something that I do take the time to think about, and it does happen periodically. I think that another theme on this show that many of my guests have shared is the importance of realizing you're worthy of love and self-care. We are so quick to put ourselves last or to think about all of the things we don't like about ourselves. Trust me, I am very guilty of this, but actually realizing how amazing we are and that we have to prioritize our own health and care before we can effectively serve others. That's something I've struggled with for a long time, but a really important lesson that I've taken away. Our next question, who would be your dream podcast guest? Oh my gosh, I have so many. I feel fortunate that I've had such incredible guests already on the show and plenty more on the horizon. And I also feel fortunate that most of the people I reached out to to come on the show have actually said yes. I'm still so thrilled and grateful that they did, especially those who did so when the podcast did not exist. I think that is such a leap of faith and such a kind thing to do. So I am very grateful for that. Now, a few dream podcast guests of mine. One would be Gretchen Rubin. She's the author of The Happiness Project and a lot of other books as well. And she's one of my favorite podcasters with the show Happier. I really love her approach to happiness and habit formation, and I think it would be so fun to interview her. I would also love to interview Sarah Nicole Landry from the Birds Papaya and the Papaya Podcast. She's such an expander for me. I really enjoy her content. And she has such a strong focus on body confidence and going through major change. This is something that I struggle with myself. I think it would be such an incredible conversation and so inspiring. And then another guest that I would love to have on would be Danica Breisha. She's the founder of Model Meals and the Self-Care Society. She has such an inspiring story too. So if you guys are not familiar with the three incredible women that I listed here, I definitely encourage you to check them out. And then if you know anybody who knows them... Let them know about this show. I have so many more, but I don't want to make this answer an hour long because I could honestly go on and on. There are so many people out there that I admire and that I would love to learn more about. Next question. Do you have any behind the scenes stories you'd like to share? I do. When I was first testing out the interview platform I was going to use, I actually asked my parents if they'd be willing to do a mock interview with me. I didn't think we'd do an actual interview, but... I figured we would both log onto the platform, we'd hit record, talk for a little bit just to see how the sound quality was, and then download the file to make sure it all worked so that when I actually had a guest on, I could really tell them what the process was going to look like and make sure that I liked 
how the software worked. Well, I ended up doing an entire interview with my dad. It was hilarious. We got pretty political and some of it was kind of inappropriate. So there are little sound bites in the background of my mom saying, Alan, you can't say this. But at some point, I may have to dig up that MP3 file and play a little snippet for you on the show if there's enough listener interest. So it, that was that was a really fun one. I also had one interview that had to be re-recorded. So this was not as fun of a behind-the-scenes story, but definitely worked out for the best in the end. The platform I used for my interviews was going through a major upgrade, and it was during a Mercury retrograde. And if you're not familiar, you're not astrologically inclined. Um, Mercury retrograde is typically a time when people believe that our technology is not going to work as well and that communications are often down. So of course, technology was bound to fail during this time, but my guest and I still decided to go through with the interview. And after the interview was over, the recording only covered about 16 seconds of our audio. Thankfully, our guest was super understanding. She even made a comment that we never should have recorded during a retrograde. So we recorded a few weeks later and the interview was even better, that second interview. So it's crazy how these things happen, but I'm so grateful for flexible guests. So those are just a few of the stories. I feel like all of my behind the scenes stories have to do with technology, but that plays such a huge role into podcasting and, you know, starting this process. So That has definitely been a huge part of my journey. Now, this question really made me think, what does your dream life look like? I think my dream life is pretty simple. It's one where I'm happy and I'm healthy and I'm doing things that I really love. If I have the space to be creative and to know that my work is making a difference and that it may make a lasting difference, that's when I really feel great. In my dream life, I'm using my creative energy to write So I'm a published fiction writer and a nonfiction writer. I'm still podcasting. The show is bigger and better than ever. And I think the other important thing for me is that I'm still involved in giving back to my community. That's always been so important for me. And I would never want that focus to go away. So those would be a few of the tenets of my dream life. I also hope to be married someday. I would love to have a dog or two and maybe a couple of kids. The dog is ultimately the most important part, I think, of that future. I'm kind of kidding, but I'd love a life where I have the time and resources to travel often, really spend time with my loved ones, and experience the world. I think this is going to be a really interesting question to reflect back on in another year. I'm so curious what my dream life looks like then. And then last but not least... What is one simple thing that makes the biggest difference to our overall well-being? This was such a tough one because we've explored so many different modalities and perspectives on this show, and I feel like my answer could change on any given day. Because this is meaningful to me right now, I think I have to say gratitude. The science shows that practicing gratitude will work wonders on our anxiety and our overall mental health, and it's something I don't think we think about enough. When we think about wellness, eating healthy and exercising are usually at the top of the list, and those are incredibly important. But focusing on what we're grateful for is also something we need to make sure we're prioritizing. It is so easy to fixate on what we don't have and what we think isn't going right for us. I have personally struggled with this a lot, especially during the pandemic. And I know that this has taken a toll on my own mental health, but we can flip the script if we stay focused on what we do have and even those silver linings in our lives. So this is something I'd like to start focusing on again because it does make such an incredible difference. 
And I want to thank the person that sent in this question because it really made me think and reflect on that. I have an app that I downloaded. It's called the five minute journal and it requires you in the morning to reflect on, you know, what you're looking forward to and the intention you want to set for the day and in the evening to focus on what you're grateful for. And it really does take five minutes, sometimes fewer than five minutes. And this app costs I think like $4 in the app store. So I'm not saying that you need to purchase an app to focus on gratitude, but find a way that you can make it a part of your life. Maybe set a reminder in your phone and write it down in a journal. Use the little notes app on your phone. One way or another, find the way to make gratitude a part of your life and your routine. So this is something I am really hoping to focus a lot more on. Now, in the spirit of gratitude, I want to thank everyone who sent in questions for this episode and for being a part of the Wellness and Wanderlust family. This has been such a whirlwind of a year. I can't believe how far we've come as a community. Thank you to my amazing guests for sharing such incredible stories and nuggets of wisdom with us. Your time and your energy are truly appreciated more than you know. To my podcaster friends, thank you for letting me pick your brain on things like equipment, hosting platforms, even theme music. And trust me, choosing the theme music was a process. So I truly do appreciate that. And thank you to my sister for spending time going through some of the music library with me as well to pick out theme music because she really was a trooper and really helped with that process as well. Now, I have really loved being a part of your lives each week, and I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for making this experience such an amazing one. I can't wait to see what the next year brings. As my idol Gretchen Rubin says, the days are long, but the years are short. So that next year will be here before we know it. We'll be doing the two-year anniversary episode, or maybe the 100 episode. I'm not really sure. But to celebrate this one-year anniversary, I would be truly honored if you left a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. I know you hear me say this every week, but it truly is one of the best ways that you can lend your support to the show and help other people to find it. And it would be such a nice belated birthday present, too. I just celebrated a birthday, and I would love to see, you know, if I'm throwing the guilds in there a little bit, but I would love to see some reviews pop up and really hear your thoughts on the show. And I would love it if you share the show with a friend you think would enjoy Again, this show would not exist without listeners like you. So if you have a topic you'd like to see or a guest that you would recommend, I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line at Valerie at wellnessandwanderlust.net or on Instagram at wellnessandwanderlustblog with any questions, comments, or suggestions you may have. We'll be back next week with another amazing guest. So stay tuned for that and have a wonderful day. I cannot wait to see you next week.